This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday, the day before... Football, back. Thursday night football on NBC. The Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. Bills favored by a couple in this game in Los Angeles? Does that sound right, Todd? I heard two and a half a few times. Two and a half. Okay. My Super Bowl pick will be made tomorrow. More dinosaurs. More action. More of what you love. Stream the extended version of Jurassic World Dominion. Now only on Peacock. Our streaming partner, those watching this morning... If you'd like to uh, dial us up, the operator standing by is Tyler. He's also our chef and dog trainer as well. Not in that order. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. First hour poll results. If you had to make a bet on the Rams to make it back to the Super Bowl or miss the playoffs, which one would you pick? Seton O'Connor. Right now, Dan, 53% of the audience say miss the playoffs. Okay. Hmm. People also asking for C join the live tour, but we didn't put that. Wow. Up. What if you said um, more likely to make the Super Bowl or miss the playoffs, the Bengals? What do you think you would get? Fifty-four percent say miss the playoffs. <laughs> Thank you, C. Yeah, Paul. I'm kind of surprised by the Rams' results. Is there an NFC team anyone likes more than the Rams? More than to make it the Super Bowl. Um. I'll run Cowboys. Green Bay. Green Bay. With their first round exits? Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Tampa Bay. Don't want to bet against Tom. Uh, I know that we want to, you know, people want to pick the Cowboys, but, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty there, starting with the coaching. Um, you know, they, they do have Micah Parsons, uh, Trayvon Diggs. I just don't know if the defense. Can you do it again? Didn't they lead the league in uh, takeaways last year, if that sounds right? And it's rare for a team to replicate that, a defense to replicate that. I'm not sold on Zeke Elliott. If they turn it over to Pollard, love that. But, you know, I'm asking Dak to be great, not be good or very good. I'm asking him to be great. I I like the Eagles. I guess, you know, the big question mark is is going to be Jalen Hurts. But... I think he has. I think he's capable of being a a very good. Core. I almost said great. You got to have the roster around you, and they do have that. So I think he has almost like that insulation there that can make him. 
and elevate him to a, being a better quarterback. But you have the NFC. You know, I thought Jimmy Garoppolo was elevated by the Niners a couple of years ago. Can they elevate Trey Lance this year? I don't know about Arizona. Like, the NFC is just like, it feels like there's four teams maybe. Maybe. I think the Saints are a sneaky good team, and they could win that division. Or it could go horribly wrong, though, with Jameis Winston. Yes, Marv. Do you have a Super Bowl matchup storyline-wise that you're rooting for? Is there anything that you're... Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's say I was uh, running the NFL. What would I want? Well, you're going to want you're going to want Dallas in there, and you would probably want maybe Buffalo. But it feels like everybody's all in on Buffalo. Everybody's all in on Josh Allen. This is what worried me last year. I thought that there was too much pressure for Josh Allen in the Bills. Now he still was great. It was a great game against the Chiefs, but it just remember when Andrew Luck was up for the Heisman, and 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 it was his to to lose. He finished runner up twice. It was well Andrew Luck. He's got to be the favorite. It's Josh Allen. He's got to be the MVP. Like this is his year. If he doesn't win it this year, then I wonder if he'll win it. He's a wonderful player, but. It's almost like the media decides, okay, it's your time. Uh, oh, window of opportunity. We move on. If he if he wins 13 games and throws 40 touchdowns, he's probably going to be the MVP. Anything less than that, then you open it up where it could be Justin Herbert. Because Justin Herbert is on the verge of being Josh Allen as far as the media goes of, We want that story. We're waiting for you. We want a playoff appearance by you. Uh, Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes isn't old, but the story feels old. Yeah, you know, we talked about your greatness. we got to find something. What else are we going to say? It's like Aaron Rodgers won't go away. It's like he's so good. (laughs) You go, we got to give him the MVP again this year. Yes, Tom. Which QB do you think has the biggest chip on his shoulder where he's got something to prove where I, you all were against me, you thought I couldn't do it, and here I am? I would say Brady. I mean, Brady, it feels like every year you're like, you know, you're 42, you're 43, you're 44, now you're 45. And, and a lot of times I think what happens is you keep that chip on your – Drew Brees kept the chip on his shoulder his entire career. Everybody thought he was too small, wasn't a first-round pick. Uh, They all, if they don't have one, they manufacture a chip to put on their shoulder. Because you you don't want to go in there and you're just the favorite. You want to go in and you want to surprise people. Like if you win, you go, yeah, you're supposed to. Like you get to that point, ah, yeah, you were supposed to win. Tom Brady still feels like, hey, nobody wanted me in the first five rounds. I think, you know, he has to have that that feeling. Yeah, Todd. But then you have Aaron Rodgers with the, just the one Super Bowl and the whole immunization vaccine thing. And you got guys like Jameis Winston, who a lot of people have written off, and Dak Prescott with the Cowboys. Joe Burrow was last year a fluke. There's, you know, a whole, is Allen or Herbert that could have proved that they're going to be elite quarterbacks and take it to the next step this year? It seems like there's a lot of guys that are like, hey, I got a lot to prove kind of thing. Russell Wilson. Yeah, but you want to create that. Thank you, Todd. I, I think well, you're trying to create that in your mind. You know, Russell Wilson, eh, Seattle didn't want me. Now I'm going to prove I'm the best quarterback in this division. Patrick Mahomes, hey, I'm still the best quarterback in the game. Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to win another Super Bowl here. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky, hey, nobody wanted me in Chicago, left for dead, backup quarterback in Buffalo, and here I am, I'm replacing Ben Roethlisberger. I think if you go in to the season with that feeling – I mean, Michael Jordan famously created these situations where he was, you know, like I'm going to play a a mind game on myself. I got to get geared up for that guy because he said something about me. Did he? No, but I'm going to get geared up by manufacturing something there. And I think Tom Brady, you know, he's the number one player. According to his peers, he's he was ranked the number one player in the NFL. 
the oldest quarterback in history, and he probably feels like I got a chip on my shoulder. I got to prove everybody wrong. You know, when there's a quarterback taken in the first round, we usually wait for immediate results. But not every rookie quarterback is ready to start. And when Pittsburgh took Kenny Pickett, and if they didn't take him in the first round, I don't know if anybody else would have. But they took him 20th overall. Mitchell Trubisky is going to get the start. But it doesn't mean they whiffed on Kenny Pickett because Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson, they sat and they've been able to win Super Bowls. Kenny Pickett is going to be the starter. I don't know if it's this year. I feel like it's going to be by the end of this year. But I think the success of the Steelers is is going to dictate if Kenny Pickett gets to play. Because if Mitchell Trubisky plays the way he did with the Bears, and he made two playoff appearances. So you have a B-level quarterback who is a little bit of an upgrade over Ben Roethlisberger. you got a Hall of Fame coach. I got T.J. Watt. I, I have I have a good running game. Can I get consistent play out of my wide receivers? You're in a tough division. But, you know, it's one of those where you go, if they play well, it'll be hard for Mitchell Trubisky to be supplanted there. And you bring in Kenny Pickett. But if they start to dip a little bit, then you might have that infusion of youth in there. Hey, come on there and make something happen. MVP odds, Paulie. How long does it take before we get to a non-quarterback for MVP? Oh, a position player? Yeah. Oh, good question. Um, let's put it this way. Trey Lance's MVP odds are ahead of any position player in the NFL. Trey Lance's MVP odds. Derrick Henry is right after Trey Lance at plus 4,000. Trey Lance is plus 2,800. Wow. Derrick Henry and Trevor Lawrence are equal. Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, uh, those are the big guys for the MVP. Those are the the top position players for MVP are, are Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup. All right. After Josh Allen. I got Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers, Herbert in the top tier betting-wise. See, you can't make any money off Josh Allen for MVP. So I would probably look at what's Dak Prescott. He is uh, plus 1,300. He's, I think, ranked seventh. Yeah. I mean, if you're a better, you want to find, okay, where can I make some money here? D- didn't you say um, last week, who did you say last week? You had a quarterback last week. I can't remember you said. Derek Carr. Did you have Derek Carr as yeah. an MVP? That seems to me to be like a value pick. Because that guy, he's kind of this meandering, good quarterback where no one's just called him a great quarterback ever. And I don't know if he can go back a couple of years and be that quarterback. But also, I, I found this interesting that after the Packers lost, Derek Carr reached out to Devontae Adams and his former college teammate, roommate, and just was like, he started recruiting him then. And I just wonder if you're Devontae Adams, and the Packers gave him a better deal than the Raiders, which to me was really a telltale sign of Devontae Adams was sort of tired of the Aaron Rodgers soap opera. Now, you love the Raiders. You got a chance to reunite with your former college quarterback, and you're not sure how long Aaron's going to play. They offer you a better deal to stay in Green Bay, and he decided that he wanted to go to the Raiders. I found that really interesting. And Rodgers does make his wide receivers better. He's, he's probably the best quarterback to do that. Uh, can he do that again this year? And, and if he can, I think the defense is really good. Got a good running, uh, two running backs. Can he make those wide receivers? And Bakhtiari may be back, you know, offensive line and his wide receivers. And that may decide if this team goes back to the Super Bowl. Uh, let's see. Our two poll question is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Our two poll question, Dan. <laughs> we are going with NFL MVP. Uh, you could take Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or the field. So, okay. So I get them or everybody else. You get them or everybody else. Like boxing a couple of horses at the track. Mm. Okay. Would I take Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, or the rest of the field? Yes. <laughs> right now, 66% of the audience 
I don't want to influence what you're going to say, though, because you usually influence the vote. Oh, okay. But right now, 67% of the audience going with the field. Okay. I'm going to say I'll take Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, against, not against the grain. No, it's not against the grain. <laughs> Very grainish. Yes. <laughs> uh, Josh in San Antonio. Hey, Josh, what's on your mind? Hey, DP, what's up? Hey. Uh, I think I heard Paulie ask if anyone else was taking, if anybody was taking anybody besides the Rams in the NFC, and that's me. So if he's interested, I'll challenge Paulie to a pie to the face. I'm taking the Niners out of the NFC into Ooh. the Super Bowl this year. All right. Paulie, if you're interested. Are, are, would the bet be, if, if neither team makes a Super Bowl, is it the better regular season record or how far they got in the playoffs? What would be mm. the, the breaker there? Mm. Mm, let's just call it a wash. Just call it a wash. You're, Ram, you're taking the Rams. I'm taking the Niners. Okay. Whichever, are you taking the Rams? I'll take the Rams to go farther than the 49ers. Regular season record, uh, postseason, how far they go, whatever that is. I'll take that. I'll take that. Sure thing. Right. Whoever goes further. All right. That's that's how it's done here. Pie to the face. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock or listening on our radio affiliates around the country. Sign up for the newsletter. I think we got close to 60,000 people who signed up for that newsletter. We give you a heads up on things. You can order your T-shirts sooner. Uh, also, we have some other items that are coming out here soon. We got the calendar coming up. Uh, so if you sign up, and it doesn't take much time, go to danpatrick.com. Just put your email address in the box. It slides out, bottom right corner, and then we'll send you a recap of the show every single day at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. When we come back, we'll talk to Dean Blandino. used to be the head of officials for the NFL, now working for Fox. I want to talk to him about any rule changes to keep an eye on and also targeting. Targeting in college football is a big deal this year and becoming a bigger deal. So we'll talk to Dean about any rule changes that you need to be um, included in on and uh, certainly targeting in college versus the NFL, you know, the point of emphasis here. Uh, So we'll take a break and we'll get to more phone calls coming up back after this Dan Patrick show. M-Drive, you can hear it in my voice. That guy's got energy. You know, I would be a high-motor guy. If I was a draft pick and uh, you were hearing me, you'd go, high-motor. Kind of like Chris Long type. Hi-motor, how are you? Yes. Uh, M-Drive helps me. Wake up in the morning, you're ready to go. It's not one of those where you go, eh, snooze button. Oh, I'm going to get out of it. It's just like, nope, ready to go. Downstairs, let Winnie out. Let her come back, get something to eat, take a shower, and then I'm ready to attack the day, ready to come in and entertain a nation. I don't do that, but at least I'm trying to. M-Drive, testosterone support for driven guys. Top-selling M-Drive products, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop, or go to mdrivedan.com. And you can try it. Only $5. Two-week trial. Text DAN to 55000. You get the exclusive offer. $5. M-Drive. Text Dan to 55000 Get your first order for just $5. Message and data rates may apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Stunning design, unmatched intelligence, and a compact ready-for-anything build. Sometimes exceptional is the rule. 2022 Mercedes-Benz GLA. Member of the unrivaled SUV family. Learn more at mbusa.com. During the commercial break, Pauly goes, you know what? You should ask Dean Blandino. Do the uh, referees, do they bring their shirt to the uh, the uh, stadium? Or is it there for them? Do they own their own shirts? Who decides how tight the shirts are? Let's bring in Dean Blandino. Fox, NFL, college football rules analyst, former vice president of officiating. All right, Dean, let me uh, entertain and humor Pauly. Can you answer those questions about the referees, their their uniforms? Yeah, I mean, the hard-hitting questions start yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. I, I know. So um, they they own their own uniforms. They, they bring them to the game with them. So it's not you don't show up in the locker room and the uniforms are all pressed and, and waiting for you. So they're responsible and uh, and – I guess fortunately or unfortunately in some situations, they do go on their own and tailor their own shirts. And, mm. and we've seen the, the result of that. They're, they're not supposed to, but they do. They get fitted before the year and, and uh, they get new uniforms every year, but they're responsible for uh, maintaining and, and washing and the upkeep. Okay, wait a minute. They're not supposed to taper their jersey. No, they're 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 not supposed to. Once they get they get they get their measurements, they get tailored. Uh, they're not supposed to make any any uh, what off market changes. And uh, they, uh, you know, as you can see, you know, there's a lot of tinted windows out there. Okay, is this the Ed Hockley rule? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. And and you know, it's interesting. I think we're seeing more of it. I don't know how much college football you watch, but it seems to have entered into the college football realm where some of these referees in college have taken the Ed, the Ed Hockley, you know, routine and to another level. I think we're in, you know, the, the sports science, the, the nutrition. I think we're, we're, we're on another level right now. 
That's really all we wanted to talk to you about, Dean. That's it. But uh, <laughs> while I have you, I should ask you a couple of things. We're, we're seeing targeting in college football, and it felt like the first two weeks there is a real emphasis on that. And I don't know where we're headed and how that impacts the NFL, if it does. Are they apples to apples or apples to oranges? Well, I think they both, they're, they're kind of apples to, they're maybe Granny Smith to, to Fuji. They're, they're, they're apples, but they're not exactly the same because obviously the targeting rule, you have the automatic disqualification. NFL has a, a hit on defenseless player. It's more or less the same rule. You can't hit to the head, neck area. You can't use the helmet to initiate contact. Uh, but you don't have the disqualification. I think we've seen this every year. There seems to be an uptick early. I think the you know the the players are just you know getting used to game speed. They're 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 not practicing at the same at the same intensity, and maybe they put themselves in a position during games that they don't normally in practice. The officials are getting used to it, but it tends to to regulate itself over the course of the season. You see an uptick early, but. Over the last three years, it's we've averaged in FBS and FCS one disqualification every five games. So, so it's not like it's happening all that often. And uh, and and so I think in the NFL rule, the defenseless player rule is working. And and so I think both rules work. Uh, but you're you're going to have games and weeks where you might have a little bit of a, an increase in fouls. And sometimes you just you, you know just it is what it is. Sometimes the games play out that way. Is it just me, or it feels like every year in the NFL there was uh, emphasis on pass interference, and then uh, a couple of years ago it was holding, and then Tom Brady tweeted out, you know, don't want to watch this, so many holding calls. It, like, is there an emphasis on one particular call or penalty every year that you start the year with? There usually is, and that that process, the competition committee, they they start meeting during the season in terms of conference calls and things like that. Then once the season ends, they really pick up their their schedule, and uh, and they could they they look at all the trends from the season. A lot of that is right passing yards per game. That's an important number. Points per game, plays per game. So they look at all of that. And if they notice anything that's an issue, then they'll dive into the tape and see, okay, are we are we not calling fouls in certain areas? Are we missing fouls? And I think this year, um, illegal contact will be the one that we'll probably be talking about at least early on, because last year there were only 36 fouls in 272 games. That's the lowest in history. And that that foul, that's your defensive players can't contact beyond five yards. You know, that goes back to the to the 70s, that rule. And, uh, and that impacts the passing game. Passing yards were down last year for the first time. It was the second lowest since 2010. So that's, that's somewhat of a concern. So you have to look at, you know, are we not calling illegal contact? Are we allowing defenders to disrupt routes and disrupt the timing downfield illegally? So that'll be a point of emphasis. I think we'll see an uptick early. And those are big penalties. They're five yards, but they're automatic first downs. Um, so I, I would be I would expect to see some of that um, early in the season. How much pressure did you feel when you're the vice president of officiating to have more offense to ensure that there would be more offense in the game? Yeah, there wasn't. We never said. I never had anybody tell me, "Hey, we need we need more offense. We need more points." I think it's a balance. But when you look at you look at plays per game that's number one and sometimes that get that gets lost because that's that's the game that's what you know people don't go to the stadium or watch on tv to watch people stand around and we have a lot of downtime in in both nfl and college and so you want to make sure that your plays per game 155 plus per game um, and then you're always looking people don't want to watch you know I, I talked about the illegal contact rule back in the 70s and you know just having just studied it um, you know, the game had started to stagnate in the early 70s. It became more of a running game. The NFL wasn't the most popular sport as, and, and or league as it is today. And the illegal contact rule really opened up the passing game, and that led to the popularity that the NFL has today. So that's, you know, it, it's it's always an underlying theme that we've got to monitor that because that's that's what makes the game as popular as it is today. Where are we with roughing the passer? now as opposed to the last couple of years yeah i i hope that we're getting to a better place last year there were there were 153 rough in the passer fouls called that that was the highest in history 
And the league, I think, got together with the committee, the officiating department, and they really studied it. And they and they came out in the off season and they said, "Hey, we called some fouls that we probably shouldn't have last year." And the focus was on in two areas: forcible contact to the head, neck, and the and the hit to the knee area or below. And they felt there were some fouls last year where it really wasn't forcible; it was more of a incidental contact and they showed all the officials the referees specifically because they're the ones that are responsible for that primarily and uh, and said hey these are not fouls um it's a point of emphasis the low hit they really want to see that forcible contact um if a defender you know can get off to the side and just and just grab and pull the quarterback to the ground so i think we're going to see that number drop and i'm hoping that we get to a uh, a good place where we're not, because those, as you know, those are 15-yard penalties. Those are big, big calls, and those can change games. And uh, and you certainly want it to be there to to have that foul call. Where are we with taunting NFL as opposed to college? Yeah, you know, college is a is a much higher standard in terms of of you can't in college you can't even spike the ball on on a touchdown. There's really no the NFL has really loosened up on the celebration rules. Um, so there's more in the NFL in terms of celebrating and doing things after a touchdown or after a big play. But the taunting rule, I mean, it's very similar in both where you can't do anything directed at an opponent. And that was obviously the point of emphasis last year that got so much attention. And and again, you could debate whether the league went too far. And I think there were some incidents where, yeah, it probably wasn't enough. Uh, but the league, the competition committee is not backing off. The direction to the officiating department and the on-field officials is the same. You can celebrate. You can do things with your teammates. You can do. But if you do anything directed at an opponent that crosses that line, that's going to be a foul. And I think anytime you see that emphasis, year two, it always tends to be a little better. The players are used to it. The coaches are used to it. So I wouldn't imagine as many fouls, but they're not. they're not backing off on it. What's the oddest moment you ever had when the commissioner called you? Oh, the oddest moment. Um, I mean, I, I, but he's, he's great. I wish people could see the, the, the personal side of Roger Goodell. We get to see kind of the front facing and the media and the, and the press conferences. Um, you know, he's great. I had, an, I had a situation um, a couple of years back where I was seen on a, on a certain, we won't name names, but a certain organization, they've got a big bus with a big star on it. And uh, and I was on that bus for a little social gathering and, and it happened to make make some media news attention. And he, he and I had a good conversation and he was just, you know, it was it, it was a funny conversation about him because obviously uh, he's had experience with that with that organization. And so that was probably I won't get into too many details, but that was probably my most uh, interesting conversation with him. Did you get verbally spanked for being on the Cowboys bus? Spanking. It was more like a, you know, just you know, when you talk to your kids, it's not quite a spanking, but it's a you you know what you did, right? Come on, let's 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 uh, let's pick it up a little bit. It was a point of emphasis. It yeah, it was a point of emphasis that year and going forward, not to be on any party buses going forward. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Uh, good to talk right, to you. Man. All right. Take care. Dean Blandino, Fox NFL college football rules analyst, former VP of officiating. He is uh, going to do the Washington State-Wisconsin game. He also has the Eagles and the Lions. I think we broke some news there. The there, t-shirt policy? The Ed Hockley rule that you're not allowed to taper your, uh, your uniform. And they certainly do. They're definitely a gun show. Like, I never noticed an official. Never. Not for that. And then at a hockey line, I'm like, whoa, what just happened here? Now, I would watch the NBA, and there would be officials, and you'd go, all right, boy, that guy is still refereeing? I mean, that's usually what I would say. Or he's refereeing, that's not good for this team or this player. But the Ed Hockley rule is in effect there. Wow. He's like the Steve Nash or uh, Allen Iverson. Mm. Oh, the wardrobe. All, All of a sudden, the wardrobe. Yeah, I don't know why Allen Iverson was unfairly blamed for the wardrobe change with the NFL because the commissioner, David Stern himself, said he had a problem with Steve Nash, the way Steve Nash would dress. And if you saw Nash, it's almost like he just came from the beach. Like he was, you know, at a concert. Like he just chill. And, you know, Iverson would wear these throwback jerseys, 
and you know the commissioner had a problem with that as well. But Steve Nash, the commissioner, told me he had a problem with how he would dress going to uh, press conferences. Now it's not an issue at all. Now you almost look forward to what is that person wearing at a press conference. And I thought, and gosh, this goes back, I don't know how long ago that rule changed, but I remember talking to somebody from either Nike or Adidas, and I said, why don't you guys come out with a suit that somebody can wear at the press conference, and it's just an Adidas or a Nike suit if they're on your payroll already? And just have a Nike blazer or something, or something that looks really sharp. Have your own wardrobe. I mean, you got clothes, so why not come, you know, come out with something that says, hey, you can wear this to the press conference there, or we'll pay you extra if you'll wear this. And they changed the rule back in 2005 or 2006, and I always thought now guys, just, you, know, you show up and you're wearing the latest fashion. Did you guys see what, what Timothy Chalamet wore? He was in, in Venice to the uh, Cannes Film Festival. And he's in a in a new movie. And I don't know exactly what it is, but it feels like Harry Styles is, is kind of where, you know, maybe he's rubbing off on some of these actors because he, he's wearing something and it, it's... Social media-wise, it was one of those where you go, what are you doing there, Timothy? Yeah, Marv? To go back to Harry Styles... Possible poll question, Ooh. bigger beef, Chris Pine, Harry Styles, Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly. Did you see Spitgate? Yeah, but they're saying that they went to the this new movie that they're in and that did Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine, and they're in the same movie. And then both said, no, this is ridiculous. That you know. I don't know if there's a beef there. Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook, I know there's a beef there. But they hugged, so it's all good now. Yeah, until it's not good. Yes, Paul. I, I have that picture of this actor, Timothy Chalamet. It looks like he's wearing a kind of a romper, but long pants. Yeah. And then on the top, it's like he cut the back out of his shirt and made the top of it into a, a cravat or a scarf type product. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unique. Yeah. He should get in the gym a little bit. He's a little, a he is very, he's, uh, he's uh, frail, thin. Uh, sinewy, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> waif, no, he's waif-like. Right. He is waif-like. Which is, for a guy, it's not a big compliment. No, I don't think too many guys <laughs> want to be waifs. I did, you know, a few years ago, I was trying to lose some weight. But then, you know, my wife says, how about we just uh, try lean? And I go, okay, I'll go lean. Yes, Paul. You'd be great if after Dean Blandino mentions that some reps are tailoring their shirt and breaking the rules, the referee union came back and said, it's not the shirts that are getting smaller. It's we're getting bigger. Like like a, an actual response. <laughs> Don't blame the shirts. <laughs> and we reached out to the officials for comment, and they said, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, the tapered shirts, though, like, I get it. If I'm on TV, you want to look good. I mean, everybody's narcissistic, you know, to a certain degree. We're like, I don't, how did I look? You know, when when you're doing the game. You want to make sure that when you, you know, on the microphone, uh, holding number 75, 10 yards, first down. Yep. Didn't we have a college ref out a couple of years ago, Mike DeFee? He's just swole. He looks like a, <laughs> kind of like Michael Chiklis if he was refing a game, plus about 20 pounds of muscle. Mm. Mike DeFee, I think we had him on the show to talk yeah, about I his think arms. So. Just his arms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Mike, you want to come on and talk about your arms? Sure. Um, Ian or Ian in Alaska. Hey, Dan, how you doing, man? Yeah, it's Ian from Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, six foot and probably 172 after breakfast. Anyway, so uh, when buddies and I would watch a game and uh, Ed Hockey Lees was uh, refing, we'd always, anytime he'd make a call, we'd always do the uh, professor line. Hockey Lees, Hockey Lees. <laughs> Thank you. Anybody follow that? No, Hockey League. Uh, Austin in St. Louis. Hey, Austin. Hey, Dan. How's it going? Great, Austin. Uh, five, five, ten. Uh, uh, meh, one seventy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got a theory about these. So I don't think they're getting these shirts tailored that way. 
Um, so I've got a suspicion that they're having some kind of before this. Uh, got a bad connection there, Austin. Let's take a break. We'll be back after this. Simply Safe Home Security says it all right there in the name. Protecting your home, protecting you. Over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security, including yours truly. I got to protect the Danettes and the Man Cave here. 24 7 professional monitoring. They have your back. And the agents call you the moment there's a threat. And then they send the police or first responders in an emergency. Even if you're not at home or can't be reached, they have blanket protection there. And it's probably going to cost you an average of a dollar a day. You can get the highest priority police dispatch with the monitoring experts that use proprietary advanced response technology so they can visually confirm when a break-in is real. Then you move up the priority list. Customize the perfect system for your home. It's going to take you a couple of minutes at simplysafedan.com. If you go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Simplysafedan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs so you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's go around the room. Your favorite non-quarterback MVP candidate this year. Todd, I'll start with you. I don't know if you had time to prepare. I'm going to say Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. All right, Seton O'Connor. I also had Derrick Henry, and only because, damn it, the man deserves some respect carrying that whole stinking team on his back for the last however many years. (laughs) Hmm. Give the man a damn MVP. All right, Marv. Jonathan Taylor. All right, Paulie. I'm going to go Nick Chubb. He 5.5 yards a carry for his career, basically. Mm. If he ever got the ball 300 times, he'd have a, you know, he'd have 2,000. Mm. I'm going to go Miles Garrett when he breaks the single season sack record. Pie to the face. Mm. <laughs> anytime we make a statement. It's always part of the part of the face. See, no, goes. <laughs> I think a part of the face. Yeah, do you really believe that? Though? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm really. Do you really believe I know. that? Part of the face. I know. And I'm to blame for this because the Danets would sometimes <laughs> they go. I think that such and so. I go. Nobody cares unless you attach something to it. And then I go part of the face. <laughs> so then that became the catchphrase. Yes, Paul. A wide receiver cannot win the MVP. Did Jerry Rice ever win it? He had to win one, right? Nope. Jerry Rice didn't have one. Mm-mm. If he can't get out, because any wide receiver who has it, that means the quarterback also has great numbers. Like if Devontae Adams catches 120 balls and 15 touchdowns, he should win the MVP, but they'd give it to Carr. If Cooper Cup didn't win it, now this is what they do, and it's a cowardly way out. They'll go um, quarterback MVP. Offensive player of the year goes to Cooper Cup. So was he more offensively minded than Aaron Rodgers was? They both play offense. So I just think the offensive player of the year is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Paul. Cooper Cup had the triple crown, 145 catches, just under 2,000 yards, eight touchdowns. He does half that. It's a solid season. Wait. I'm sorry, 16 touchdowns. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, if he, if he didn't win it, then you're not going to win it. And if you're a running back, even if you get 2,000, I just don't know. If, if you said Jonathan Taylor got 2,000 yards and the Colts had 13 wins, Matt Ryan may get more credit. It just feels like all else fails, we go right to the quarterback. Yeah, Seton. But it's impossible, for the most part, to give it to a position, give MVP to a position that the league doesn't value. Yeah, you're right. But they do value edge rushers, so you could give it. But then they always go, well, they have defensive player of the year. Yeah, Paul. I have one running back in the past 15 years winning the MVP. I got Adrian Adrian Peterson. Yeah, 2012. But if you go back, Tomlinson got it. Sean Alexander got it. Marshall Falk got it. Terrell Davis, Barry Sanders, Emmitt Smith, Thurman Thomas. That's going back to 1990. So it wasn't wasn't rare 15-plus years ago. Now it's rare. Yeah. And the emphasis moved completely away from the running back. Unless you're a running back who catches passes. Like Christian McCaffrey. Is he your comeback player of the year? Trying to think who else who else are we missing for comeback player of the year? Feels like Christian McCaffrey has been for two years comeback player, waiting for him to come back. I don't think Mitchell Trubisky, can you come back from just being a second-string quarterback? I don't think so. Yeah, see. Feels like he should be able to, though. Feels like Mitchell Trubisky would be a comeback player. Hmm. 
One more item as we close out hour two. If you own a business, we know it's been a bumpy ride. But if you have five or more employees and manage to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not a loan, refund of your taxes. It's a challenge getting your hands on it, but we're going to help you with the challenge. GetRefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys, they have put together highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program. But you have to act now because it's only for a limited time. And they've already helped return over a billion dollars to businesses. They do all the work, no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those that took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions, once again, available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. Good luck. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What makes a Mercedes-Benz EV different? Electric is what gets you there. But Mercedes is what moves you. Like no other automaker can. The vehicle, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.